listening to the Gotham Chronicle podcast powered by the BatmanUniverse.net. Check out the Batman Universe for this and many other Batman podcasts. I'm Josh and joining me is... This is Donovan. And this episode is called... What the f*** is this episode called? <laughs> Heroes Rise, colon, These Delicate and Dark Obsessions. Okay, yeah. <laughs> I'm sitting in my car while one of the kids is at soccer practice. So, like, you know, this is... I'm, I'm recording without my cheat sheet, so, you know, Don's going to be my eyes and ears for any miscellaneous stuff on the internet. For those of you who missed the episode and decided to listen to this podcast anyway for reasons or forgot what happened in the episode because it's been a few days, Gordon hunts for the killer of his father, um, you know, because it turns out that the guy who, like, was a drunk driver couldn't have been drunk because he's allergic to alcohol or, like, whatever Bullock told him about livers. So Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Chronic persistent hepatitis. Yeah, he, he goes to, he goes to like, you know, um, Falcone. He's like, you killed my father. No, your uncle did. Then he goes to his, like, father's grave, and he sees Lee. You killed my father. <laughs> what? No, you killed my husband. Get out of here. Oh, I did? <laughs> he's like, oh, yeah, how is old Mario? And basically lets Gordon go on this wild goose chase instead of telling him everything. He's like, the truth is, only one of us is going to leave here alive. And that person's going to be you as he shoots himself. No! (laughs) Wake up so I can arrest you and then shoot you myself. (laughs) Yes. And so Gordon gets an invitation from Catherine, like, she's like, I shouldn't be surprised that you answered the phone. But it turns out her car was, like, at the grave anyway, so I guess she already knew before she called him. And in the middle of this, he was he's like, we need somebody who, who can get on the inside. And he calls Barbara Keene to like, oh, yeah. uh, do something. Yeah. Barbara, you killed my father. <laughs> no, I killed my father. Oh, yeah, season one. Good times. <laughs> <laughs> Does anyone know who killed my father? Like, <laughs> he's Ryoko from Kill I Kill. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, like, so, like, yeah, Barbara goes to, like, investigate the Court of Owls, like, secret, like, weapon, you know, I guess, like, they're building a Death Star yeah, or something. Yeah, there's this big, like, and... doomsday weapon that, like, James Remar keeps on talking about. Yeah, and, uh, and, and that guy from, like, I almost said last season, because it's been, like, so long and so many breaks, uh, the guy in the, in the, with the mask that, like, who Talent. I thought was Mario, like, uh, last year, like, comes in and, like, kills everybody and decides to leave Barbara alive because she's a regular cast member, uh, <laughs> So, and, in the same warehouse from season one that was, like, used all the time for, like, many scenes. Mm-hmm. So, that, that that's the Gordon plotline. Bruce, um... <laughs> Bruce, like, wakes up in the temple, and the temple shaman keeps on, like, telling him that, like, you must relive your parents' death and, like, see what you looked like when you were, like, three feet shorter. <laughs> <laughs> for reasons. Yeah. So, 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 you know, we see like reused footage of the pilot a bunch of times before Bruce is like told, like, I guess he must accept the death of his parents for like the 10th time before he like can move on to the next phase of his training for reasons. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and remember last season when like Penguin was like wounded and we had, you know, the Riddler taking care of him. That was fun. So we're doing that again with Poison Ivy. 
Uh, and uh, and we see like that, you know, Butch Light character from like season one. And I think Gabe. we saw him a little bit in season two. Yeah, Gabe. Like whenever like you need a penguin to have exposition with someone that wasn't Butch, it was Gabe. So uh, we see him again just in time for him to betray Penguin and ultimately wind up dying because Poison Ivy has mind control powers. And Poison Ivy says, hey, remember all those, like, freaks from Indian Hill that you, like, killed at the beginning of the season? Well, they're still alive, and we should team up with them to, like, fight Enigma. So that that covers the episode, right? Yes. <laughs> what did you think of this? Um, I don't, I, I didn't like, <laughs> I didn't like it. Or I didn't like most of it. I, 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 I don't know how many people respond, respond to the Bruce plot, but I kind of liked it because it, it, that was the least weird, although that's, that's saying something. Um, the Gordon thing, I mean, I didn't dislike the Gordon thing so much, because, but it was very much, you know, you know, uh, the court killed my, uh, the drunk guy killed my father. No, the court did. No, Falcone did. No, you did. Yes. It's like, all right. He sent him on a wild goose chase, like, just to, like, tell him the truth at the end anyway. Yeah. It, it, this court battle thing is really, really not great. Um, my least favorite, my least favorite part of the episode was the penguin and Ivy Pepper crap, because I, I... Automatically, it's just like what they did with Barbara Keen and like any other like bad character. They're automatically like you know these like these remorseless you know like like just just gleefully evil characters that like because that's how evil people work. That's how the Gotham villains are. But like, I mean, I didn't hate this episode, but I didn't really love it. But what about you? I didn't hate it. Um, it wasn't a favorite of mine. But like that being said, like uh, we're kind of on. I don't want to say opposite, but. I was kind of bored with, like, some of the Bruce stuff because it was one of those things that, like, where we could have learned the information in one or two scenes and instead, you know, like, it was kind of like the, the, the same, the, the same like, story beat, like, over and over again. I was actually the most entertained, believe it or not, by, like, the Poison Ivy and Penguin thing. Um, <laughs> I, think, I, I think it's kind of stupid and I'm, I'm still, like, kind of, I'm still creeped out by, like, this, like, fully grown woman who's supposed to be like you know however old ivy pepper was like 10 or 11 years old you know getting into these situations and like talking to herself like outside the window like like it's a nick jr show ah well looks like he's gotten himself into some mess because he didn't think that girls she, could play too like she's speaking outside of allegra's window yeah like, like, i was thinking of like the backyard again like i watched the backyard <laughs> like, the little, like one of the girls was like the, the kids were like playing vikings and like they wouldn't let her play she's like those vikings think they're so tough wait till they get a load of me she would like say to herself <laughs> and like like she like talks to herself and then like she gets captured and then there's like the but that being said i even though like i don't like the ivy and never there that much it's i was entertained by that plot line and um I kind of liked when, like, you know, she she turned the like mind stupid mind control thing on Gabe, and he's like, "We never respected you. We were just afraid of you." And like, Penguin's trying to justify that. And, a freak, a freak. Yeah, uh, I mean, and that, I, I was waiting for Ivy to bring up. Didn't you call me a freak like twenty minutes ago? <laughs> I mean, that's 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 absolutely in character with this person, Penguin. Like, that's that's very germane to like how he was in the last couple seasons. But God, I don't like that. It's just it's, I just find it very annoying. <laughs> we joke about how many times Alfred's hospitalized and like Bruce gets kidnapped. How many times has Penguin been like tied up, about to die, <laughs> or, just, like... or just you know driven to a murderous rage? Yeah, well, I, that, 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 that happens. That happens all the time. All the time. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Even so, uh, so 
I don't have too much to say about the penguin, you know, Ivy plot. It's just, you know, well, it was kind of cool Ivy seeing Gabe again because I was noticing that he was surviving just like Bush was in the background. Um, oh, really? I mean, uh, I mean, I, I, I mean whatever he popped I, I, up. I, I'm pretty sure he's dead, but well, no, but but I mean, no. But what I say is that, like, in season two, he would still. I, mean, I remember him from season one. He would still show up. It's like, like you know, oh yes, boss or whatever. So it was actually kind of cool seeing him again, and you know, giving him this much to do. That this being his last episode. So at first I was like, I was like, this is gonna be interesting, but it didn't really go anywhere. I am wondering, like, I mean, I'm assuming that Nigma still doesn't know that Penguin's alive, you know, because, but like, with him like making the phone calls to like auction Penguin off, I'm surprised that like word wouldn't have gotten out, you know. But that's okay. Like, I mean, he'll find I'll, out I'll, in the seasons. I'll also spend my disbelief, you know. <laughs> I mean, because you had Penguin, like, walking around throughout season one without, like, Fish realizing he was alive until, like, just one episode where there's, like, a montage of Penguin, like, walking the streets, like, you know, very, very gleefully after he got Gordon out of jail. Uh, that that one, like, I am Oswald Copplepot uh, cliffhanger. Oh, yeah. <laughs> that was a good cliffhanger. <laughs> <You know>. <laughs> <laughs> it's funny that I'm yearning for the days of season one where, like, season one did have a lot. Like, I'm looking at it through roasting and glasses where, like, as much as I enjoyed some season one episodes, like... There was a lot of like writing there that like has improved since then. I'm gonna be honest. I, I don't know what I what much I have to say with this episode in general. Um, again, it was it wasn't the worst one, but like I could probably talk more about the Gordon stuff and that and, and then that I could probably just joke about it. But beyond that, there's not much to say about the other two plots. Yeah, well, the Gordon thing. Okay, like <laughs> can, can we can we reiterate how this played out? Because at first, you know, like, like, you know, Uncle Frank, you never told me in that entire last episode what the dark secret was between you and my father. Because I didn't know that was supposed to be the thing that was supposed to happen in this show. <laughs> Your father was a <laughs> How did my father die? A young Jedi named Darth Vader was a pupil <laughs> of mine before he turned to evil. No, not the... Darth Vader. <laughs> Help the Empire hunt down and destroy the Court of Owls. <laughs> he betrayed and murdered your father. And his father's that like guy in the Al Domino mask who looks like he's like twenty five years old. Like, <laughs> well, it's, it's like well, can, we, can we talk about like you know the the opening scene was dumb. It's like you know like Gotham City has criminals in it. You guys, that's not like any other city in America. We must vote to see if we will destroy it. Very well. Oh Gotham gosh, I. <laughs> <laughs> Screw that. I haven't thought about that scene since the night that episode. Yeah, you just reminded me that stupid Court of Owls thing where they're like, we must vote. Will we save Gotham or destroy it for, like, reason? Very well. It will be, like, <laughs> like, like, did a freaking council from Death Clock or something, like, yeah. or Metalocalypse. It really is. <laughs> th- 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 for whatever reason, like, Ben McKenzie's directing could save that. I don't like the Court, I don't like the court of Owls in this show. Not yeah, we lot. should mention Ben McKenzie directed this episode. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, I... I don't know. There's, there's, I, I honestly, honestly, I think whatever gravitas the Court of Arrows as characters have on this show, they come off as really silly, like really silly. One thing that like it has kind of struck me about the show in general is like I will enjoy episode by episode, but when I look at like the whole arc, like you know, like I enjoyed the Galavan episodes, but if I look at like Galavan's plan and the whole Order of Saint Dumas, like I, I I hate that plot and I hate that like thing. But I like the episodes that, like, made up that storyline. And when I look at, like, the stupid Hugo Strange-like stuff, you know, like, <laughs> I, I, I hated, like, the whole Indian Hill, Hugo Strange thing. But I liked the episodes that made it up. Like, that, that's kind of been my thing here. So yeah, it, was, it was pretty fun. <laughs> <laughs> it was. like 
<laughs> Un- unpredictable wackiness of, of season two. <laughs> yeah, well, with like Peabody, like face palming, like Hugo's. Are you sure it's a good idea to give a baby a nuclear bomb that's inside a teddy bear that's hug activated? To be oh, honest, I don't. Pe- but I want to see what happens. <laughs> Probably not, Peabody. <laughs> <laughs> but what's life without a little adventure? <laughs> <laughs> BD win. Strange. <laughs> Strange. That's a nuke. We're all gonna die. We'll all die eventually, Peabody. Have you ever heard the story of Alexander the oh, Great? No. <laughs> uh, but, but I, 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 I did want to whine more about the the Court of Owls thing because it's, it. Yeah, that's like, like I said. I've liked these episodes, but I don't like the Court of Owls. Like I, I well, I'm, I'm, I'm trying to straighten this out. Okay, so so they wanted they said you know Gordon can't be bought or brought into the Court of Owls, so you must kill him. Okay, so. So Uncle Frank James Remar tells Gordon that like you know you're, the guy the guy who drunk killed your father his lawyer was something somebody from Falcone so he says Falcone you assassinated my father no but I, I deal with the Court of Owls and the Court of Owls told me that your your uncle did it so Gordon like instantly believes him and like goes to get his uncle it's it's like he he'll he'll listen to anybody who talks to him for like one minute well ha- has Falcone ever <laughs> this is this is a really stupid question and i'm probably going to remember something in like 20 seconds well there was that and that and that but like has falcone like ever lied oh that's a good question i don't think so he's a, he's a, he's, a, he's a ridiculously upstanding criminal <laughs> yeah like with morals like I feel like he's done right by it. Although I did like him, like, get the frick out of here. You killed my son. Well, you killed my father. And he's like, ah, touche. Except I didn't. But like, <laughs> I respected your father, unlike you, and unlike season one. <laughs> well, yeah, because there's still that whole, like, thing from, like, season one with, like, you know, Falcone and Gordon's father and, like, they giving, you know, exchanging knives and, like, something like that. And, which, Play, to, playing to, to be honest. <laughs> To be honest, like I really don't care about like Gordon's like father more. I mean, yeah, who gives it would a be fuck? <laughs> it would be interesting to see more of like Jim's life before. And I, I do feel we're calling him Gordon, like it's his first name all the time sometimes. But like he's like Bond. It, yeah, I, I, I do. I am curious sometimes about like Gordon's life before the pilots and like you know his family and stuff too. But I, I'm not really like in begging for like the mystery of like Gordon's father, the Court of Owls, and like Falcon. We're like all of a sudden like. Gordon is like one of the most important people in Gotham where like the Court of Owls want him and like his dad is like a legacy there. Yeah, it's stupid. It's it's I mean because and I know that he's the main character but like the, the show doesn't need this. You don't need to like, you know, big up, you know, the dynasty of Gordons. Um and I don't care about him, you know, showing up, you know, what his life was before. before. It's because, because honestly, it's it's like it's like what was it Punisher born? Where like there's a comic that like implied that like oh the Punisher was always crazy. He just needed a reason to become the Punisher. It's like that really takes the idea out of this character badly. So I, I don't I don't care to find out you know like the secret of his father or his uncle or the fact that he's related to the Court of Owls or the Blossoms or whatever. It, it doesn't matter. <laughs> Riverdale crossover. <laughs> as as we're recording this, we like 24 hours ago. Like, I'm still salty about that ending. <laughs> we found out who the killer of Jason Blossom was on Riverdale. I can't believe it was the Court of Owls. Like spoilers, something. it was a disappointment. Yeah, yeah, spoilers, we were disappointed, and I guessed wrong, and I guess I owe John Wilson a pizza. <laughs> oh yeah, I guess you do. Um, I mean, I'm trying to think because you know I like I like James Remar honestly because no, no matter how weird his character was, I like James Remar. He was right in Mortal Kombat uh, Annihilation. He was in the Phantom. So like, I honestly thought it was a waste to kill him in this episode because he's only been like what barely three episodes. Eh, uh, and I don't mind him dying because like he's kind of like one of those characters where like he serves his purpose and like 
he's kind of superfluous to keep around. And the idea of, like, Gordon going into the Court of Vows and, like, confronting him, like, it doesn't have the same gravitas if, like, his uncle's there on the inside, like, you know, giving him, like, the schematics for, you know, the, the air ducts or something. You know, what? I, you know what? I liked him because it was nice to have a character related to Gordon, you know, both uh, with Bloodline and, you know, kind of someone who knew Jim that wasn't Bullock, that was kind of on his side. You know, even if he, even if it was kind of shady, like I kind of like that dynamic, and I thought that like that that had more legs to kind of more room to grow. Yeah, I mean, I, I think it served its purpose. I I do think he should have like told him the truth like from the beginning, like and not like because Gordon like did like knock down like six doors to like find out who killed his father. And it doesn't matter. <laughs> It really doesn't yeah. matter. And, and then sees Lee at the grave, which reminded me of, like, Batman Mask of the Phantasm. Yeah. Like, you! <laughs> Lee, like, Lee, like, looks at the grave that Gordon runs away from and sees Sorry, like, Mario, but the whole world's gone to seed. <laughs> Jim? <laughs> she finds out that Jim is Gordon. <laughs> <laughs> she finds out that Jim is Gordon. <laughs> nice <laughs> trench coat. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not crazy about the voice, though. <laughs> Um, <laughs> Neither am I. <laughs> I. I will ask this though. I am convinced, or at least at this moment, the show doesn't seem to, to be at all interested in getting them back together. There was there was a lot, a lot of that during like the whole marriage thing, where it was like you know you secretly uh, still love uh, Gordon, but like I, I, I would honestly be like, uh, I don't know. Uh, I think that they might eventually, but I I mean it's going to take time. Like I would be a little upset if like you know. A few episodes after Mario died, like, there's, like, you know, sexual tension. Like, they're, like, trapped in an elevator together and they have, like, an almost kiss or, like, you know, or, or they do, like, double entendres. Like, well, but, but if you remember, she was actually legitimately, like, over him before Mario died. Like, like the day before their wedding or whatever. No, she wasn't. Like, yeah, she, she was. Because remember, right before Mario died. Like, 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 before Jim shoots him, she's like, ah, oh, before we consummate this marriage, do you still love Jim Gordon? He asked for, like, the 10th time. She's like, of course, like, you know, there's always going to be a part of me deep down within my psyche that still loves him a little, but I married you. Yeah, but, but that's not saying, like, you know, I, I'm conflicted. And, and remember, like, didn't they, like, kiss the night before her wedding and, like, Mario yeah, saw they, it? they and... did, but that was a goodbye kiss. It wasn't like a, it wasn't like a breakup shag or something. Yeah, but, 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 but what I'm saying is, like, there's still, like, it's not like she was, like, completely, completely, like, there was still some, I, like, I, I, I think that, like, she, she doesn't, there. she doesn't, like, out, out, out hate him. She, she has some, some resonance. Oh, I think she hates feelings. him now. <laughs> but, but, but what I'm saying is that, like, 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 I don't, I don't find it, like, you know, inevitable that they're going to get back together anymore. I, 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 I'm not, I'm not seeing that as, like, as an inevitability. Yeah, I don't know if that's the story that they're telling, but I still wouldn't be surprised if it was. I think, like, it's just going to be one of those things where it's a, that being said, like, Lee has – it is the most unhealthy thing in the world for Lee to, like, remain, like, working at the GCPD, like, in this city, like, doing <laughs> – Gordon sees, like, nothing wrong with, like, saying the book, oh, I was going to ask Lee when she got back from, you know, like uh, – <laughs> no. When she got back from, like, you know, crying over the grave of that husband of hers that I killed. Like <laughs> – Gordon, you are one six son of a bitch, and don't you forget it. <laughs> yeah. yeah, so it's, I don't know. It... I mean, I, I, I'm just saying that, like, you know, whatever, however her feelings are, I don't find the show caring to get them back together, because every time they show up, it's always very tense. For good reason! He killed her, he killed her husband. But whatever. Well, and one reason why, like, I, I did kind of, you know, enjoy Valerie Vale a little bit while she was on, but, um... Well, well, I'm not Eventually. in a rush for her to her come back anymore. I might have been earlier because um, 
I'm kind of liking the fact that like this is not like we're not focusing on Jim's love life for the moment, which he's yes. he jumped right from Barbara to Lee, and then like barely from Lee to Valerie, but like you know barely. Oh, all that being said, he wasn't with Lee for the whole second half of last season when he was like, you know, he had that phone number in his pocket that like he didn't call. But there, there's always kind of he's always kind of been in the middle of some love story, so I'm okay with him being single. And you know, if you want to do love stories, you have like. Alfred and Bruce and all these other people that like do it. When I say Alfred and Bruce, I don't mean Alfred and Bruce together. I mean like, you know, give Alfred. No, you don't. <laughs> and like, well, look up Alfred and Leslie. I mean, that's, that's, that was opened up last season, so. That would be very interesting, actually. Like, if he, like, if he asked her out again, <laughs> I did love that last season where he sees, like, her kissing goat. He's like, ah, oh, bloody hell. Oh, well. Like, <laughs> that would be interesting if Alfred, like, you know, made a move on her. Although, or there's a love triangle like, between a- Alfred. Lee and Gordon. And Jim, yeah. I don't know if I want to love... <laughs> to be honest, like... That would actually be pretty funny. Eh, but it would also kind of annoy me a little bit. Because then, you know... <laughs> Three on a soda? <laughs> it would, like, you, you, Gordon would, like, come to the scene of the crime at, like, Wayne Manor and, like, you know... Uh, oh, what is it, Alfred? It's Master B. He's been kidnapped again. And then, like, Lee comes out in the bathrobe and, like, leans on Alfred's shoulders. And then, like, Gordon gets, like, uncomfortable for a second. We we get, like, moments like that all the time. <laughs> <laughs> that would be like Smallville, yeah. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> yes. Uh, well, one thing that was revealed in this Gordon plotline is, like, Mayor Aubrey James, he's, um, you know, bing, bing bong, uh, he's, he's mayor he's again. He's still on this damn show. I mean, God, honestly, I got... How many mayors has Batman gone through in his history? There's Mayor Hill, Mayor Grange, Mayor Kroll. Well, Mayor- sometimes there's a mayor who's just mayor for, like, one story. Um, mm-hmm. But, you know, and there's, like, no continuity between them. Although, I think, like, since the New 52, like, hasn't, like, in- it consistently been, like, Mayor Hattie or something? Well, the mayor just got murdered in Detective Comics, so up until then. <laughs> okay, yeah, yeah, up until, yeah. Um, I know there was, like, a consistent mayor, and I and I know, like, Throughout, like, the 90s, like, there was, like, the saga of mayors and stuff like that, too. I mean, yeah, it's, it's weird, like, when I when I think back on it, I can actually track a lot of mayors in Batman Sisters, which is kind of cool, because, like, you know, they weren't, like, just for one issue only, but, like, uh, this guy, I, again, with him and Gabe, I'm just surprised that, like, they keep on bringing back these, like, minor characters that, like, no one, because Mary James was never well, a good character. Well, I, I don't mind, like, you know, uh, the, the actor who plays him, you know, I think his name is Richard Kind, like, he's... I joke about him being Bing Bong, but he's he, he's been in a lot of stuff, and he he's very very good at playing like the cowardly mayor who's also like corrupt and who like has fangs out when he needs to. And he was good on Spin City, where he was um he was the press secretary for the mayor in Spin City, and he was he was funny on that. So, I mean, it's it's not like I'm begging for like us to get a new original character as the mayor because you know like why like what purpose would it serve like because the show's not about the mayor also there's Although, too many, there's too many i, I say the show's not about the mayor we've had so many plot lines of like you know yeah <laughs> galavan penguin <laughs> yeah yeah so for, forget i said that but yeah penguin's whole mayor thing that didn't last very well if he's missing can they really get the last guy to do it like if donald trump went missing would you get Barack obama well i if I had to get that, that's not how. First of all, <laughs> I, know, I, I know, but that's an example. It's, it's like, is there no vice mayor? Well, did... we don't know what they said. Like re- reinstated or reelected or something. So, like, I'm assuming that there was like a special election held or something like that. 
You're assuming a lot. <laughs> if, 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 I had, if, if I had to guess, like, what happened is, like, and Gotham City might have its own laws when it comes to, like, mayors. Um, when Cobblepot was missing, like, the duties of the mayor probably fell to, like, you know, whoever was, like, his deputy mayor, and, or which I think might might be Nygma. I don't remember, like, what Nygma's exact, like, like, rank chief was. Chief of staff, I think. Okay, so, yeah, it wouldn't be the chief of staff, but, like, I guess the deputy mayor or something. And then, like, until a special election can be held... And I guess, like, that special election was held and Aubrey James ran and won. It, it Which is, th- th- that's just my behind-the-scenes guess. To be honest, like, that little thing on TV, like, saying, like, Mayor James reinstated, that, that, that's all I needed to know. You know, like, I, I didn't need, like, an episode about it or, like, another thing of them campaigning. Like, well, it's, it's, it's interesting because, like... <laughs> honestly, if this was real life, though... People would, like, accuse him of, like, you know, being behind, like, the murders of these people. Because can, like... Oh, sure. Look at, like, every time somebody... I'm going to get in trouble for this, but, like... <laughs> every time, like, somebody, like, related to the Clintons, like, dies, it's always like, ah, oh, you know, like, Hillary benefited from this. We all know that Hillary killed them. If, like... Can you imagine if, like, there was a mayor of your city in real life, and they got replaced by somebody else, and that person mysteriously died, like, Galavan, and then, like, that is... So then they become mayor again, and then they run against somebody else. Yep. And that person goes missing. Yep. So then they get to become mayor again. Like, yep. people would start to think that, like, Aubrey James is, like, bumping off, like, all these other mayors. Which would make sense because it's Gotham, actually. actually. That makes plenty of sense. <laughs> sure, Aubrey James is probably killing off these mayors. But, hey, he lowered the taxes. And he keeps Falcone in line. So <laughs> It's not the mayor's fault that the stadium collapsed. <laughs> <laughs> Aubrey James, if you were running for mayor, he'd be vote for you. <laughs> oh, yes. Well, that is a good point. Though. Like This is like the third time that same character has become mayor. In three seasons, <laughs> after somebody's died or like mysteriously disappeared, well, did like people well, yeah, find like, unfit uh, for the job? How many episodes was what was Oswald Mayor? Like that really did not last long at all. And they didn't do anything with it. Well, there were some scenes of him like you know. Well, being they a did jerk. like once in a while, and then like but there, there were scenes there was... of him like sitting around. Like, There's nothing to do today. Me, the mayor. Or like he he did that like one like live interview that like people watched like it was the moon landing like <laughs> everyone in Gotham was watching yeah okay okay scriptwriters yeah <laughs> like screw the people or whatever it was that he said or like to hell, hell with, with the, people. the people yeah yeah oh so what about the Bruce plotline like to be honest I don't have much to say about it it was the same few story beats and I you know I did notice uh, Bruce like going back to the pilot a few times I mean what I like about it is that Davi Mazzaro's acting that's really it uh, I find it contrived and silly that it's like you know I've been waiting for you for a long time the only reason he's saying that is because he's freaking Batman <laughs> like and th- and the only reason that's true is because this is the show Gotham I mean like it's it's it makes no sense um, I roll with it because they've done the, they've done that before in this show but like why would a rich orphan be of any use to some sort of like old because every single person in Gotham is the most important person ever, according to, like, you know, the show, like. Well, I mean, yeah, but I wish I, wish I would stop doing that. Seriously, I, I mean, if you're, if you're going to have Bruce be on his journey, at least, you know, have him be with him and Alfred. That, that makes perfect sense. Him being kidnapped and taken to Kun Lun and being trained in, like, the Doctor Strange monastery and given like, these, these psychotropic drugs and fighting the dark dimension. Like, why? He's like, what, 16 years old? Like, what's the point? You can get Kyle for that or something. I don't know. I don't mind him doing more with his training, but like you know. No, sure, but like, but this, but this is stretching it. It's it, if, if this was in the Batman canon, you would just say this. This makes no sense. But it's Gotham, so we give it a pass because the, the, the writers don't know how to write stupid stories. 
<laughs> I think that that's assuming a little much, but <laughs> yeah, I'm sorry, but come on, but I mean, come on, I mean, like th- that was, I I didn't hate it, but it was it was dumb when you when you like think about it for a second, or, or maybe it's not <laughs> been revealed why he's training Bruce, but like so far it's not much to go on. I guess I think it has something to do with the Court of Owls because everyone's the most important. Well, he said that you know, like, like we control the Court of Owls, which is which is implying that like if this guy's connected to Rachel Ghoul, who's going to be in the season, the League of Assassins is controlling the Court of Owls, which would make some sense. But at the same time, why would the League oh of Assassins? Oh my gosh! Why would the League of Assassins need an orphan okay. sixteen-year-old? So like, the Waynes were killed by Matches, um, Malone. Matches Malone. Who was hired by Hugo Strange? Uh-huh. Who was hired by Wayne Enterprises? Uh-huh. Who was hired by the Court of Owls? Uh-huh. Who was hired by the League of Assassins? <laughs> like, <laughs> who was hired by Darkseid? <laughs> I know. Right? By the end of the show, it's like, it's like it just reminds me of the end of like last season, where it's like, "Where must be? We finally took down Indian Hill. Your parents' mother's avenged. I, Alfred, but the Court of Owls behind it. We must stop them." He's like, "Oh, bloody!" Like, I know. Like, He's gonna on, get Watson. a boom tube in like season. Hey, look, like, <laughs> 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 to finally, <laughs> to finally avenge my parents' murder. I must go to like, Apocalypse and meet High Father. <laughs> <laughs> and Darkseid's like the murder of Thomas and Martha Wayne. Ha ha ha! Forces beyond me, you know, hired me to do that. Jor El himself. <laughs> <laughs> or like I'm trying, I'm trying to think like who would be bigger than Darkseid? <laughs> uh, the Spectre or something? <laughs> yeah, I'm trying, I'm trying to think like, like the deities, like the Phantom Stranger or whatever. Oh my god! <laughs> Mix a spit like <laughs> <laughs> the fifth dimension. <laughs> but, but, but that is exactly how contrived this crap is. <laughs> Ow. Well, I mean, we joke about Darkseid. That's how Smallville ended. But in fairness, at least like, Darkseid's generally Superman-related. Yeah. You know, it, it, it would be contrived if, if, like, I don't know, the Clock King hired to kill the Waynes, but, like, Darkseid Dark would be just, like, insane. But what, what, what if it ends the exact same way where, like, you know, Super Gordon pushes Apocalypse out of Gotham's orbit or something? <laughs> we never see Gordon wearing costume. As Bruce like looks on, clapping, "Way to go, Gordon!" You know, like him doesn't come back. Uh, Ten years later, mm-hmm. for some reason, they work at the Daily Planet. Uh, so that was whatever the heck this episode was called. <laughs> um, I'm uh, conscious these, of the fact that that practice ends in six minutes. So <laughs> these delicate and dark obsessions. That was what I'm sorry. These delicate and dark obsessions. The next episode is called, according to Futon. And I am critic. looking it up right now. Just give me, I'm almost done. Uh, the next episode is going to, what's today's date? So tomorrow's the 7th or whatever. Um, <laughs> the, the, the primal riddle. I'll read it out. The primal riddle. Oh man, it's Mr. Freeze and Firefly. Uh, some of Gotham's most unhinged villains band together while the Riddler continues his quest of the city. Gordon is on a search for the answers, and all the roads lead to keep leading him back to the Court of Owls. Meanwhile, as Alfred begins to notice a change in Bruce, he already did. Bruce, too, you mean Bruce Riley, confides in Selena in the all-new Heroes Rise colon The Primal Riddle episode of Gotham airing Monday, May 8th on Fox. I saw the trailer for that, too, so, like, yeah, I guess, like... When when Penguin killed the Indian Hill people, yeah, I guess Firefly and Mister Freeze were still alive. Well, we saw them escape. We saw them escape. Yeah, well, yeah, but then like he killed a bunch of other ones like at the beginning of this season, though. I don't think I, I, never, I never thought that he killed all of them. I, um, I'm about to watch it again, but I won't. 
Well, because like they spent the whole beginning of the episode like rounding like rounding up the people from that bus that like you know escaped. I don't know, and 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 I remember seeing in the trailer like Riddler being very very like um, Frank Gorshiny, which is cool. I mean, I mean, I, I like his Riddler uh, now that he is the Riddler, so it's all good. He doesn't have a mask. Yeah. Yeah. Who's uh, who's in the guest cast list, by the way? Well, we have um, Richard Kind as Aubrey James, Leslie Hendricks as Catherine, Camilla Perez as Firefly, and Nathan Darrow as Mister Freeze. Okay, so no big surprises there. No, I mean, like, but Matt Hatter's in the main cast, but like, we might see him in like months. Yeah, well, if someone's in the main cast, as we learned, like in the first season, they're listed in every single futon credit listing, despite like if they're in the episode or not. Like, um, like the Matt Hatter was listed for the last episode, and like, and and Alan and Montoya were listed for every single episode of season one. That's right. Yeah, and, and Harvey Dent last year, right? Yeah, <laughs> and now he's on this uh, stupid show called. Uh, I don't even remember what it's called. It, it's like they're trying to do like another office, parks and recreation like type show where, where like you talk to the camera, except like this one sucks and it's like. Oh, they say you liked it. No. Okay. <laughs> it's, Fair enough. It, it, it's it's got J- James Licko or John Licko. John Licko. Yeah, it's got John Licko on it, but like it it has its moments that have made me laugh. But ultimately, like it, it's a, it's a one season show. It's uh, a. <laughs> It's like you watch some of those shows where like you can tell that it's not going to last. Which another uh, breaking, not really breaking, but another you know like DC TV show news. Like Powerless is on its way out. Um, we hardly care. We, we hardly watched you. I, I liked Don and I liked that pilot that we saw in um, San Diego. But then like they like they retooled it and they like refilmed the pilot and then it sucked. And I watched like the first few episodes after that and. Um, I I just lost interest, and I heard some people say that it was starting to maybe kind of get good. Like, well, I, I saw a they, clip on YouTube where it was like, you know, like finally the cast meets Batman. And I was like, no, <laughs> Batman. Like, um, there was one of those like things in like one of the first few episodes where like they just missed Batman, or like they had a battering and they like left it out for like to see like kind of like Santa Claus and milk and cookies in, to see if they can in, like in twenty seventeen. That's, can... that's not a reason to watch a show. To see if they can, like, catch Batman. And, like, when they turned around for a split second, like, the battering was gone and, like, Batman had been there. So, uh. <laughs> whatever. Uh, so, until next time, this is Josh. And this is Don. And you've been listening to the Gotham Chronicle podcast. Zig 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 Zig